0: I said I like, 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 like it like that I said I like, 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 like it like that Oh yeah, I like it like that Hello, and welcome to Topsy Turvy Dating Curvy I'm Koo And I'm Nan And we are two women of a certain age Navigating this dating world and everything in between How you doing, Nan? I'm doing good, we're face to face what what (laughs) are you in my kitchen i am in your kitchen (gasps) that's so exciting Mm -hmm. nana's visiting for the weekend and we (laughs) have had a lot of fun i know it has been a great time with you
1: we have had so many adventures (laughs) And it
0: hasn't even been, what, I, I guess now we just hit the 24-hour yeah, mark. It yeah. Is, yeah, it's been about 24 hours now, and <laughs> um, it's been non-stop
1: fun. It has. It's been crazy. We went to New York City last night for a quick fun trip, and then we uh, went on a
0: whale watch today. That's right, and uh, during our whale watch, as you all should know, we were completely soaked. We were some dangerous water (laughs) and a lot of sea spray. It was deadliest catch (laughs) in New Jersey
1: coming back from that, from the whale watch. And if um, you follow us on TikTok, you would see our video and what we looked like. And it was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But today we're going to talk about sexual innuendo.
0: I've never heard of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question for you, Ku. Sure. Why do you think men and women talk about sex right away?
0: I don't know. And it puzzles me because I don't aim to talk about sex right away. Yeah, me neither. So it it's almost off-putting to me when somebody starts talking about sex right out the gate
1: exactly and you know i i didn't want to just say it's men because i have heard stories from men that i've talked to um that they too have had experiences with women talking about sexual things right off the bat so again we don't have that experience because that's not something that we do but it turns out that it happens so i wanted to combine both of them, so we weren't leaving uh, anyone um, out on this conversation. However, I did a little research, and I found an article. It was in Men's Health from 2021, and what it, it was a, in 2011, a research team based out of Ohio State University conducted a study to keep track of how often a sample of 283 college students through um, thought about sex, food and sleep throughout the week and they were actually given a clicker and every time they thought about it they'd have to click about it they'd click and on average what they found was that men were thinking about sex about 19 times a day and women were reported to be thinking about sex 10 times a day interesting and but you know this is college right right so you feel like it's gonna be a little elevated so um, but the average person thinks about sex about eight times a day and 65% of the adults reported that they feel comfortable sharing their sex lives with others stating that 29% of them um, feel very comfortable and so who are the people they're most likely to talk about sex to? Of course, would be their significant others or partners um, or spouse, followed by their best friend at 60%, friends at 40%, co workers 28%, and roommates 26%. What was not discussed in this article was the people that talk about sex with complete strangers on dating apps, with prospective <laughs>
0: partners.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I thought that was an interesting, interesting article to read. And I'm wondering if we are now just at a point where people are just comfortable in their sexuality to be open to talking about it. Because if you think about it, even our parents were very much pilgrims or Puritans about things. They didn't talk about it. I learned about sex. I'm going to be straight up. I learned about sex from sex education in school. My mom did not want to talk about it. We were in high school when my mom's like, all right, let's talk about sex. And I remember my sister saying, well, what is it that you want to know, mom? I like I remember (laughs) that. So I'm wondering if that's like, are we in this age of Aquarius where it's just...
0: Uh, I don't know. My mother... Um, was not shy with things like that, Mm -hmm. but it was not until we started our cycles. And then I remember being horrified because I didn't ask, did you hear me ask? Now, I think I also knew, I think sex ed, like a, there was a smaller version of it Mm -hmm. in one of the junior high levels. Middle school. Yep. But I had never asked, but when my cycle started, it was like this sit down, like, I need to talk to you. And horrified, absolutely horrified. But my mom was pretty open with things of that nature. So I didn't, mm. I don't, I, if I'm going to be completely honest, may she rest in peace, continued, <laughs> rest in peace. I, I will tell people that I grew up in like a naked house. My mom never had clothes on. <laughs> oh, so okay. I am not like that. You've met me, you know, yes. and I am not like that at all. Yes. But my mom never had clothes on. So things, the body and all that stuff was kind of just always around for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. I will say that that is not my experience. My, Like I said, we learned about that stuff, um, the menstrual cycle and all that. Yeah. Uh, in sixth grade. I remember we started having sex ed in the sixth grade. And it just went on through. And it, it was what it was. Okay. And, you know. um. And then, you know, my mom pulling it up and... I don't know. I don't even know I know I was in high school when she decided that she needed to have this talk and we were just like we're, we're like uh, you know four years in <laughs> four or five years in to this so it was just it's just interesting so um, but I do wonder if just the the freedom that people have now but is having that freedom and that ability to express yourself sexually, is that something that should be expressed in the first couple of emails on a, when you're talking to someone?
0: I definitely think it should not be in the first email. Right. Especially if you are claiming mm-hmm. to want a relationship out of this dating experience that you're doing. If your first email is about a hookup, then yes. If your first email is to to have a random, a one-night stand, a hookup that right then and there, right. then totally I get that, and yes, that's mm-hmm. acceptable. But if you're talking to somebody with the hopes of maybe starting a connection, it should not. Hands down, that's my firm belief. Um, But I think... I think it comes quicker than it should. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we have a lot of years where people have spent time together and they have not been sexually compatible.
1: Yes. And and I, I will piggyback that, that there are people that I know that don't feel that they can ask their partner to try or experiment with things in the bedroom right and so it's interesting right because you think here's this person that you know you've been in a relationship for a long time and feel like you can share them anything but when it comes down to saying hey so I my like this, my friends like my friends yeah, yeah my <laughs> friends we're talking and there's they did something that piqued my interest would you be interested and it's fascinating how they get a little squirmy about talking about their sexual needs so it's an for me it's a very interesting dynamic because i can see like you i can see both sides right and i i will say that i am not a huge fan of the, them being sexually provocative or innuendo emails, second or third email in. So. Maybe
0: it's because I'm, still, I'm a prude, but I don't feel like I'm a prude. I'm going to, to be completely frank, until we started having this conversation yeah. just now, yeah. I realized that that conversation actually is important up front. And the reason is, If I spend all of this time getting to know you Mm -hmm. and I start to like you, but then you don't have the same interest as me or theories as me when it comes to the intimate section of our relationship, I just wasted my time.
1: Okay, but you haven't even met the person. That's the point. It's like the sexual innuendo is happening second, you know, pretty early in the emails. I even
0: think the meet could be a waste of time, too. So, what's the point? You now have been talking to this man for a week. Mm -hmm. You decide to meet him. Then you move past that, and you've now met him, and you still think it's great. Mm -hmm. And then he hits you with, by the way, I would never ever. And it's like your number one on your list. You just wasted a bunch of time. Okay.
1: I don't agree. I actually don't agree. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I'm going to actually, you know, we're, we're pretty combat, you know, like, yeah, we're we pretty instinct. I don't agree with, I don't agree. I feel like there, there are other things that you can learn about people that I don't need to know that they
0: want it doggy style or no, or it, any, it, you know, it's, you know it's, like. It's not, it's this. not, it's not that. That's it's, not what I'm saying. I'm right. saying there, there's still, um, like, there's still a realm of sexuality. If you are not even thinking in the same realm of sexuality as right. me, then I am wasting my time with you. I got that.
1: Yeah. And so, like, I, I get that. And you can, it's cuspy for me because you can be flirty
0: but don't be creepy i agree and so, innuendo doesn't have to be like explicit and exactly not, no Korean. right exactly that
1: you can be flirty you can be sexy flirty i don't want you
0: don't be raunchy
1: yes exactly
0: there's no need for ro keep it classy right but you can totally have a deep sexual conversation Mm -hmm. without it being raunchy and it can be respectful Mm -hmm. and it'd be like i'm into this are you how how does it how do you even feel about that because if it's something you're really into and the other person is like well i'm not into that Mm -hmm. you're wasting your time
1: right and i've had that so we we have shared uh the, the types of emails that we got and I got uh, an email from um, a guy who was happily married. Didn't state that on his profile. He and his wife were swingers. Didn't state that on his profile. And that he was just, you know, wanted to see if I wanted to play. And he was respectful about it. But I also... And I was just like, nope. Yeah. However... He wasn't honest in the profile, and that's the and I, that's the other thing is there are sites. Did for he disclose in the first? No, in the first. So so in his profile there was nothing. No, but didn't he disclose in his
0: first communication his with you? His second. Okay. Yeah. So here's the thing: some people have jobs, and mm-hmm. some people don't want that aspect of their life mm-hmm. revealed to other people. Now, I have run into people that I know, their profiles, and I read them. So, something like that, Mm -hmm. you really don't want it exposed. However, as long as you disclose in that first email, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I don't need it to be in your profile.
1: I feel like that they were not on the site, it was not the site for them to be on. Maybe I'm being, um,
0: what's the, so, you know, there are, site, there are sites I for agree. that. I agree with you, but you yeah. sometimes the site that, that you're talking about is not the kind of person you want. So, you do have, and you, you, did and talk, you we've and you, talked about yeah, this too. it's not the person you want. Mm-hmm. I, full disclosure, I had a relationship with someone who was in an open marriage, mm-hmm. and he disclosed that instantly. Mm-hmm. So I knew from Jump that he was married and that they had an open relationship and his wife was seeing other people, he was seeing people, and I knew all this. After getting to know him, I kind of sat comfortable. I I was seeing this man for about a year. Mm-hmm. And it never bothered me because it was their agreement. Right, and It had nothing to do with me. I had one rule. I said I don't. I don't do crazy. So don't have crazy show up on my door. You're right. That was like my one rule, and for about a year, I never had a problem. Never. It was never weird. Mm-hmm. It was, you know. So I think I understand not disclosing in the profile, but mm-hmm. you need to be upfront. Yes. In the um, first initial yeah. communication, um, but yeah, I, I think sexual compatibility
1: mm-hmm.
0: is a real thing mm-hmm. and i think there has been a lot of time in history where it's not even like women and men have been with other women and men they couldn't stand mm-hmm. they didn't like but society said mm-hmm. this is where you are and this is where right you stay. And well, i so, don't agree with that
1: and so this is where we again go back to the article right mm-hmm. where people are, feel very open about talking about their sex life and things like that. And I can honestly say that, um, in my career, I'll say that, I'll say that my career and various jobs, um, the coworker dynamic has always been very open about talking about We've always been very open about talking mm-hmm. about our sex lives. And so that is something that I've always had. So I don't have a problem sharing with my coworkers. However, if it's someone new, I will, I am not going to be the one that does sexual innuendo off the bat. That being said, do I do sexual innu- innuendo? I sure do. I
0: sure do. It has been said <laughs> that I am a little bit of a flirt. Now mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with this completely mm-hmm. but okay I'm a little bit of a flirt. But it's a mm-hmm. natural thing for me. It's right. not it's not a thing like ooh I'm gonna flirt with this person. It's my natural, like, way I speak and this way I, you know, I am. So Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's a, there is a sexuality about my personality. Right. And I don't do it intentionally. I actually think if I'm doing it intentionally, it comes out completely Mm -hmm. awful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but usually if I'm just in a natural flow, it's a natural thing for me. Right. But I have come to terms with the fact that I am a sexual being Mm -hmm. and I have made peace with that portion of myself. Yeah. So it's an important part of my communication with you Mm -hmm. because I need to know that I'm not going to be unhappy and I refuse to be in a relationship. In which I Mm -hmm. am unhappy
1: and I totally agree because if you have an expectation and they're like I don't do that but then they have an expectation of you wanting to do that it seems awfully one-sided let's just go let's I'm just gonna go straight to oral right okay so there was this guy I was dating and uh, he he was about the oral but he would not he would not reciprocate and so suddenly i i suddenly decided i wasn't gonna you're right i like why should you know No, you're gonna go down no i'm not why you left man? no not gonna do it why would i why you know and i guess it's kind of like being an asshole but you know what honestly you're not meeting my needs you well, know? the
0: second that he wasn't meeting your needs was the second that the relationship went silent. Exactly. So it's a give and take. If if you are not willing to give your partner mm-hmm. something, but then you expect something from them that yep. they don't necessarily want to do, then you have broken the rules. Absolutely. You have broken the rules. I agree with that.
1: And, you know, I here's the that. thing. Do I love giving world? Yes. I, yes, I do. I enjoy it. I, it brings me pleasure knowing that I can put that look and that on your face and give you that feeling. Really, okay. it's a it's a, like a wonderful like for me. That's very powerful. Of you okay. know, you know, of that I can I can do that and bring this this pleasure for you, right? But if you're not willing to reciprocate it leads it just it makes me upset because it makes
0: me feel like i'm not worth it right and if you had had that conversation up front Mm -hmm. you would know yeah you would know Hmm. stuck in a rut how about tired of feeling blue we at the self-love club 86 believe that the secret to success begins with putting you first and learning to love and appreciate you. Our personal growth and development subscription service is an online community of people who seek to better themselves and improve their quality of life. Subscribers will engage in continuous learning content that releases at 9am every Sunday. Each learning module includes one podcast-style video paired with themed activities and discussion boards. Subscribers will also have access to a live group coaching call every other week to provide a more personalized experience that will guide you on your journey of self-love and transformation. For more information, please visit www.SelfLoveClub86.com and click on the subscriptions tab at the top, and subscribe today.
1: Soku, how do you handle it? Because for me, getting an email the second second or third time, second or third email, and it's got sexual innuendo, what do you do?
0: I think it, it depends on what the other two emails were. If the first email was like, hey, how are you? And the second email was like, I'm good. What did you do today? And the third email was like, well, what do you like in bed? That is not a flowing conversation. Exactly. So at that point, we all know what I do, right? What yeah. happens then? You delete and block. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if there was conversation up front and, and it was flowy and we've been talking like normal human beings or there was at least like what do you what do you want to do here or what are you thinking here and what do you, what are your thoughts on this and and then you start to get a little flirty if there is like there's a natural progression to that stuff okay but if it's just out of the block like it's creepy right it's creepy and I block and delete
1: so if someone says to you from the very first email hey sexy you have a beautiful smile and I think we should just talk to
0: get to know each other. What do you do? That's an okay sentence. I don't. The fact that you find me sexy mm-hmm. is not a put off to me. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be a put off to you because finding somebody attractive and sexy right. is an okay thing. It's where you take it, where you lead it, how you ask it. Mm-hmm. And once I respond, are you. nice Mm -hmm. are you courteous or are you just raunchy raunchy is not a thing with me
1: yeah i'm not a fan yeah i'm not a fan and i feel like i can be pretty blunt i'm a blunt person you know that yeah so if something isn't really jiving i'm pretty quick to put the kibosh on it and um some men get a little shall we say butt hurt about it they don't they don't particularly like being told And this is a very interesting i had an interesting email where i had someone who worked in hr <laughs> and they had made a point to say something it was pretty sexual it it was not cool it was a very sexually explicit email okay and and like you said so it, it didn't flow right so it was these normal conversations and then it went from a normal conversation to sexually explicit it was like night and day
0: okay
1: and my comment was that i made would I, I just called him out on it and i was like this is you know kind of creepy this is creepy you know don't appreciate this right and then he went into hr mode i really appreciate your feedback and bloody blah blah and i'm and i was it was just such a weird It was so incredibly weird. It's kind of like when I we talked about the unsolicited D picks Mm -hmm. is that you would be having these normal conversations and then slam, next thing you know, you're getting a D pick. And like, how does like talking about where you like to go on vacation or, you know, your favorite you know, your favorite sport to watch live how is that how did it go from that to an unsolicited d and it was and i and i say this for these sexually explicit things and i sound like a prude but i'm not i'm so not
0: I'm, I'm gonna honestly tell you what your problem problem is what is it you seem to be always in this logic has its place yes this is not the place for logic
1: I don't think that I like that.
0: (laughs) I told you you weren't going to like it. And please note, I'm a very logical person. I think A plus B equals C. Yes. That is how I'm very linear and I think like that. However, people and interpersonal relationships and emotions and feelings do not follow the rules of logic. And you, from even talking to you and knowing you, You want it to follow the rules of logic, and I you do. you need to stop that expectation. Well, damn it, Koo. I know.
1: I'm a science based
0: person. You're a science based person, so but feelings and emotions are not science based.
1: Well, I don't like that, and I feel like there
0: could be an experiment. <laughs> <laughs> you you know how a person thinks and how a person feels. Mm-hmm. is not in the formula of A plus B equals C. And you approach everything in that. And and I get it. I mm-hmm. totally get it. I am too a very linear logical thinker. Mm-hmm. But I understand that this is not in that realm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Oh, this, this is fascinating. Yeah. Why we you know, but we don't need to make this about me. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Um I I you know, I'm quick to the block and delete. It's everything is about how it comes at me. Right. If I feel you are coming from a place of, you know, raunchy or just creepy mm-hmm. block delete. Yeah. Um, I have a relationship with a person. And our conversations have been pretty sexual from the jump. Mm-hmm. From I first started speaking with him, it was, how are you? How are you doing? But it always had a sexual base to it. Mm-hmm. But because of who he is as a man, it didn't come across as creepy. I
1: feel like this person that you talk of and you speak of... I know who you're talking about. You do know who I'm talking about. Uh, that they did it in a way that wasn't creepy.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, And because this person, you know, always and truly, everybody has their issues. Mm-hmm. But our initial conversations mm-hmm. were on the up and up. And it wasn't one conversation. I had. It took him a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he sat and he talked. And even though it stayed of a sexual nature, mm. I was never ever creeped out by him.
1: Yeah. I and mean, I guess that, so then this goes to another fact, right? And that what makes it creepy? Is it what they're saying? That makes it creepy is what they're saying and what they look like a common. Is that a combination of creepy? So, or is it you're looking at this person and then you see what they say and are you turned
0: off by that? I think it's what they're saying mm-hmm. and how it's being said.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, delivery is a big thing. Right.
1: So say that the conversation that you had with this particular person that we were that we were talking about, say this person was not your type when you physically saw them.
0: Oh, I wouldn't have even started a conversation. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit. Yeah. And you know, there is a little bit of and and to be clear, ain't nobody perfect. Ain't, anyone who says, Oh, I base it on personality, you actually do have to have a physical attraction. Absolutely. There if you're saying that there is that there is no type of physical attraction, um, I will disagree. Now, granted, there are people that will say, well, there are people that are blind and they can't see what someone looks like. But they can still get a feeling of their their tone and how they feel. We talked about this, about, you know, the,
0: the feeling and the Something chemistry. Something has asked, to physically exactly, attract you exactly, to the person. Exactly. So whether that's a visual thing for you a sound thing for you exactly
1: a, a smell. smell
0: a scent a yes. smell Yep. I will tell you that one of my exes to this day I can't get enough of how he smells his odor mm-hmm. his natural odor is intoxicating mm. to me so it and you know this person too. You know what the speech patterns like, and mm-hmm. how the drama goes, and all yeah. the things. But I, I am the first one to tell you that when I am near him, the just mere scent of him mm-hmm. is really hard to resist. Oh.
1: I now I feel like I, if I ever have the opportunity to meet him, I'm just going to have to give him a whiff. Is that creepy? Kind of <laughs> not creepy. Really. Be like, and hi. Who's told me so much I'm about you? <laughs> And Get over here and let me sniff you. And it's
0: not his cologne. Because right. I'm talking about
1: yes. the pheromones what gives, or whatever. He gets out
0: of the shower, he smells good. He puts cologne, that's an added bonus. Yeah. But I'm telling him, like, after the gym, like, his the smell pheromones, is, yeah. was and is completely intoxicating to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else about him mm. not so frustrates much. me like nobody's business. Right? But I am completely addicted to him. And his odor, hmm. as weird as that
1: sounds. <laughs> I really just want to sniff him now.
0: <laughs> well, you know. I am
1: a science-based person, so, I mean, me sniffing someone for science, you I know, feel like that's logical. What I
0: find interesting about you saying that mm-hmm. is that I, I do feel that you run on a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. So it, it's interesting to me that you can't separate the two. It's yeah. very
1: interesting. Well, you know, we only have like 45 minutes on this <laughs> thing. And
0: I. Oh. It's not about me,
1: Koo. The, is... the life coach.
0: The life coach doesn't like to be life coach. Oh, well, that's. <laughs>
1: listen I already had my coaching session this week so um that's interesting it's something to definitely explore that might actually be a really interesting topic for season two
0: yeah I challenge you to take your science out of your dating for for a moment like for a couple days what yeah I, I I I am challenging you, now Oh my God! What do I? What does that even mean? Take your A plus B equals C out of your <laughs> analyzation of your dating emails. Because I know you're getting dating emails now. Yes. I, it, I. What would happen if for two days you didn't look at it like an experiment or a theory? You just looked at it as Nan in a feeling woman.
1: Um So this you know what comes up for me? What seriously what comes up for me is that if I do that I'll make the wrong I'll make the wrong choice.
0: Yeah, but I'm not asking you to make a choice. I'm asking you to look at it differently. So cause what I'm thinking is happening here, how many people have you overlooked? That might have actually been something for you, Mm -hmm. but you didn't feel it. You scienced it instead of feeling it. Mm.
1: This is where I, this is, so this is what's really interesting is that maybe a good experiment for us to explore in season two. Okay is that I hand over my dating profile to you and you screen
0: them. Now it's funny that you have said that. I had a gentleman friend who I never thought we were going to be a couple mm-hmm. but I always thought we would be friends and he used to he used to like tell me he's like maybe I should take over your dating profile mm-hmm. He's like I, I think you and I, I almost let him do it mm. because he said, And I've had this told to me many times. I have gone out with men and they have told me, you don't see that man over there looking at you? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's not looking at me. Mm. He's like, that one's looking at you and that one's looking at you. And I'm like, he's like, you don't see that? And he said that I was missing a lot of signals because I wasn't, I was not understanding that I was what the men wanted.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, that's not, I, you know, that is definitely a season two tub. Yeah. That's a definite okay, we're season two. Re- we're
0: going we'll re- to revisit that. <laughs> at a later in <laughs> time, exactly. everyone. Exactly. But uh, I have stumped Nan. I yeah, you me. have. <laughs> you have. But I didn't realize it until actually this conversation yeah. right here. I'm like. That is something for Nan to explore.
1: Yeah, well, maybe we'll explore that in season okay. two. Okay. But I mean, that's the thing—is like maybe I relinquish my dating profile to you.
0: We could do can, a you imagine, can you imagine?
1: Can you imagine if Sir took over our sites? Why would
0: you even say such craziness? Like do that? you
1: think he? I well, one, I bet you he said he. he I bet you
0: he won't. I bet you'd be a good. would be good at it. But
1: I think that he would, but I I'm don't think he wants to. And
0: I refuse to even talk about it. <laughs> oh! Oh! Is that
1: so? I okay, do. I refuse
0: to talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, this has been an, uh, a fun topic. Yeah. A very. It it did not go how I thought it was going to go. What did you learn? Um. That we should have never talked about sexual innuendo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, Dan, that is not what you learned. What um, you learned what is I learned sexual today. innuendo has its place. It does have it its place. It has its place in in the relationship foundation. Mm-hmm. And I think for far too long, people have been overlooking the sexual compatibility of oh. their partners and it has a time and a place and it is something that should be explored before you get too far in right because if you're too far in it's too late is it it is is it it is i yeah. <laughs> my science brain is just like this yeah, it? it is show me the paper that it says that <laughs> would you like me to write it down for you
1: <laughs> show, me, show me the peer the the peer jur- review journal, as I like to say, a lot of times. So
0: yeah, you want a life of, you know, fun and love and happiness, and let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, sex is a big part of that. It is, and if you are not sexually happy, you're not happy. This is true. This is true. So it has its place. Mm-hmm. Maybe not sentence one. But I do think it's something that should come up earlier than later. Yeah. Okay.
1: This is what I think. I think this is where one where I think we're both. I see the point, but I still don't like it. Right. It's
0: fine. We're. We're not here to see eye to eye. Are we? No. Absolutely. We are here to give our perspectives. Yeah. And hear your perspectives. So what do you think about all this? Yes. Let's we hear know.
1: it. Yes. Let's hear it. And you can email us at podcastcoo.nan
0: at gmail.com. That's podcastcoo.nan at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts. Has something happened to you with this? everything. Email us. Links also in the description of this episode. Woo. And
1: our next episode, we will be talking about we finally got there. Don don don. The first date.
0: <gasps> the first date. How exciting. Oh,
1: is it? We're going to okay. hear the good, the bad, And the hilarious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I can't wait. Uh, We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, SLC86 Subscriptions. If you haven't checked it out, check them out at www.selfloveclub86.com.
1: Yes. Yes, that's
0: it for us for now. Until next time, everyone. Smudges and hugs. Bye, guys.
1: Later. I said, I like, 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 like it, like that. <laughs> I said, I like, 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 like it, like that. Oh, yeah, I like it, like that.